We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Parkins and Spiegel show flashback. 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 Can someone explain to me where, how does PCA ever play if Morell, Hoskins, and Bellinger are all on the team. Oh, he, he does it. Reese Hoskins is a fine player and is a, a really good idea for first base. I'm cool with that. Yes. But you need more. So let's say that's Reese Hoskins and Tyler Glass now. And Bellinger. That's the thing. You can't just have Reese Hoskins be the addition to your lineup. Well, problem solved. They're not adding Reese Hoskins to the lineup. And I, that audio is obviously very relevant. Uh, But since that, we also talked about the Michael Bush trade. And I was like, well, once you trade for this guy and they come out at Cubs convention and say, first base, first base, first base. I said, well, then that means Reese Hoskins is not coming back or not, not, not going to be in their plans because they've, made a decision that they're going to take the lefty bat who was blocked by the Dodgers, who's the minor league player of the year, and they're going to trust young, cheap, lefty with upside, and that's going to be their primary first base option. So it's like cross him off. them. Now, it sucks that Hoskins, who hit 30 bombs last year, goes to the Brewers. That part of it's not fun, but they were always going to add something. And Cubs got their manager, so, you know, still still a win for the Cubs. It's a trade right there. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I did not think Hoskins was still a viable option for the Cubs after they made the trade with the Dodgers for Bush. I had crossed Reese Hoskins off my mental possibility list for the Cubs. And I also think, Danny, that, you know, the Cubs were saying to themselves, well, if I need a couple extra bucks to throw at Bellinger, and I know he's. I'm, I can put him at first base, and he's going to be playing for if he comes to the Cubs, comes back to the Cubs, going to be playing first base way more than he did last season. So I think to them, they're looking at him as someone that can be able to split time. Whoever it is, whether it's the the young, some of the younger guys, whether it is you know some people that they've gotten recently, I think it, I think to them they understand that that position can be occupied by someone else that they can bring in other than a Reese Hoskins, even though you know obviously people wanted him just to solidify. I mean, there's clearly a gaping hole there at first base for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, but I, I think that the the addition of Michael Bush makes it less so. Like it, You're always going to count on someone who's young. Yeah, it, it just reminds me of last year where they had, you know, four or five options at first base, and it, they were just trying to, you know, put a Band-Aid on it as opposed to having a bona fide, you know, replacement and something that can be there. Yeah, this question. guy is not proven, obviously, right. but but it should be better than... 
Eric Hosmer and Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it should be better than that with certainly more upside than that. And then you're right. We'll see if they add Bellinger. I, maybe it's because... Like, I don't. They have to add Bellinger. Let me be very clear. I, I agree, but they weren't good enough last year with Bellinger. And I and I get that. I, I, so 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 if they add Bellinger, you could easily make the argument that they are still not good enough because you need to add in addition to it. Yeah. What what I just think is the most overwhelmingly likely thing to still happen. And I, it's why I'm like maybe the only Cubs fan who has not at one point or another panicked this offseason. Oh, panic. They're going to trade for someone. Oh, yeah. They are going to pull off a big trade for someone that we have not linked to them. Now, whether that someone is a third baseman or, like, a number two starting pitcher, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know who it is. I have no idea who it is. I don't think any of us know who it is. But they they are going to trade from this incredible farm system of depth where the top guys are outfield prospects when Saya is locked into right field and Hap is locked into left field and PCA, even if he doesn't break camp with them as a center fielder, he's locked into being the center fielder of the future for the Cubs much sooner rather than later, maybe as soon as opening day, depending on Bellinger, like, there's a log jam there. Prospects are either two things. They either are depth for your big league club or they are currency to plug holes for your big league club. And I just, I don't believe it. Like, I just, I don't believe that they're going to go in the next year simply with <laughs> spending money in a few places and not deal from this tremendous organizational depth and go out and add a piece. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, Jed Hoyer said they were in the fifth inning of their off season. Why would he say that if there weren't multiple resources, whether it's cash or prospect still to be spent on the 2024 Cubs? It just, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to, to pay counsel, to say that at Cubs convention to then be like, ah, well, I lied. When I said it was the fifth inning, it was one of those rain-shortened games where we, <laughs> We're ca- done. Where, we where we called it after five. Like, they're, they're not done. Yeah. Could he have been talking literally? Because we are halfway through the offseason. When he said that, he was halfway through the offseason. He was in month three of five and a half. Right. I, I don't think he literally was just marking the calendar of time. Like, right now, Danny, I'd say... I'm in the three o'clock hour of today's show. Yeah, I, I've got three more left. Right. So, so you're you're about thirty percent of the way done with the show. Yeah, yeah. Jed Hoyer is in the fifth inning of his offseason, halfway. Oh man, I, I think that is an incredibly cynical way to look at this. Uh, I didn't mean anything cynically. No, I, I'm just saying. Like, I, never I, do. I, I just, I just think. I'm not saying you're gonna love it when it's all done. Maybe you, maybe you won't. But my point is, they're not done. And when they traded serious prospect capital for Michael Bush, right? I mean, that kid that they traded, I know it's three, four years away, but they're like, that guy can be an ace of a pitching staff with the stuff that he has. So I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a real trade. That's a real investment in this guy. That's first base. 
That's first base. Yeah, and if there's a but if there you know if there's a log jam in a lot of places, that guy's probably not gonna see the light of day for even probably longer with the Chicago Cubs. But I think you're right. I think when you're looking at you know, the, the the farm system that the Cubs have, and even just the holes where they say to themselves, okay, well, I can I can identify what one is right now that I can take care of in this offseason, but I also know that come trade deadline, you know, hopefully we're playing at a high level with counsel that we can then just trade some of these assets to fill in the rest because I think that's what they're really setting you up for, right? The, the notion that they're not going to check off all the boxes right now, like he says, right? We don't need to win the offseason, right? We just need to make the right moves in the offseason. We hear him right. say, say things like that, so... I mean, yeah, m- moving some, it has to happen. It has to happen if they want to compete at a high level. The part that really bothers me about the Chicago Cubs is that, you know, even when I was talking to Speaks and, and you in here, and you're saying like, hey, this team isn't supposed to just be in the playoffs, right? They should be battling for one, but they might fall short. And then it was like, no, but we're here. We're here. And then it's like, okay, well, you don't have Bellinger now. You don't have, you know, Strowman to hold you down for the beginning of the season. How are you going to duplicate that success? Where are those wins going to come from? Where are those runs going to come from? And I think that if you don't have that at the beginning of the season, of course, guys like Bruce Levine are saying, you know, they're going to be the most active team. But I'm not a Cubs fan, but I know if I were a Cubs fan, I'd be nervous, even though I know they have assets to trade, even though I know Cody Bellinger oh, is sitting well, there. Well, you're, Cubs fans are nervous. Like, just sample of the text line. The Cubs are cheap. Jed is bad at this. Uh-oh, I didn't you're, even check that. You're, you're putting a lot of hope in the Michael Bush basket. He said that because <laughs> no. he lies. They got outspent by the bullpen by the Pirates. Tom won't spend. Aren't you Mr. GM never tells the truth guy? All of a sudden, you think this one's telling the truth? Hold on a second, guys. I, I'm talking about actions. You think they spent $40 million on a manager to not spend on the roster? You think they spent money on Imanaga to not spend elsewhere? I, I just, I don't. I don't get I don't get it. I don't get what they've done recently to deserve that level of cynicism. No, because it's not on the guys that they want. The money's not on the guys that they would have wanted, I should but, say. But, that, but that's families. what I that's what I'm saying. Like it is absolutely possible that the payroll that they add is not free agents payroll comes in the form via of via, via trade okay of of a of an expensive good player on a bad team that's like oh god we're not going to be able to resign fill in the blank player so we'd be happy to take him off your hands because then it's cost certainty and you've already signed him to the contract and it's a shorter term deal that's why i thought Pete Alonso made a ton of sense now again the Mets say they're not trading him. They've made moves around first base. I don't think it's going to be Pete Alonso at this point. But so I, I thought Pete Alonso made a ton of sense. One year, super expensive. Pencil him in for thirty-five to forty-five home runs. Great, excellent. Put him in the put him at three in the lineup. Forget about it. Go on with your day. But you know what I mean. So like, who's that guy on? Fill in the blank team. You know what I mean. That's that's not good, but spent money that has. Who's that guy? I don't know. I'm not a national baseball fan like that. I'm not. My my point is, it's coming, and maybe it's going to be a starting pitcher because I think they need power. And I'm not terribly like. I say all of those things of preaching patience to also say, I'm not at all saying that they're they're good enough to win a World Series yet. 
or close to it. Like they, they need to make moves. If they don't make moves by opening day, I will be right there with you doing all of the criticizing. I'm just saying, say what you will about Chet Hoyer. He's not dumb. He would not have said that at Cubs convention if there were not more moves to come. He would not have done it. Yeah, clearly he knows what's out there, and he knows you know what kind of talent he wants to add to the roster. I do agree with you. I mean, listen, as a Sox fan, seeing what he's done over the last two years, especially last year, just trying to improve the the current roster in the present, right? Adding guys from the minors, bringing in you know uh, guys at the trade deadline, doing whatever he could to make sure that his team you know had an opportunity to compete. That to me. I was envious of as a Sox fan. So, to, like, if you're asking me whether I think he can do something like that, of course, because that's what you would expect. Again, I just I worry what that is. Like, if you're telling me it's a Dylan C, let's just say like a Dylan C's type scenario where you're giving up some prospects to bring in a number two, okay, and then you're bringing. It'd be very exciting if the Cubs traded for Dylan C's. That's what I'm saying. So that, that, that would be a very very exciting that's, trade. That's what I'm saying though, Danny. If you're t- <laughs> if you're telling me it's somebody like that, like at that level, and it's not just you know. You mentioned a number two starter, but if it's a number four starter that you're, you no. have some hope that he can be a number three, like, uh, that's not going to move the needle. Pete Alonso, Tyler Glass now, right. Dylan Cease, right. Matt Chapman, the, Cody Bellinger, these types of players, I expect one or two of them to be added to the Cubs by opening day. Texas says you're giving Jet a pass. You're moving the goalposts. No, I'm not. <laughs> Tomorrow's not opening day. It's not opening day. If it was op- if opening day was tomorrow, I'd be saying the Cubs are not good enough to win a World Series. That is colossally disappointing. They did not do enough this offseason yes. to move resources around in terms of cash spent and prospects traded in order to make the team a contender. I promise you I have that take in the chamber. <laughs> it's just January 24th and it's snowing outside. Yeah. We got ice warnings in the city. You know what I mean? It's not baseball season yet. And so, like, but, but we're oh worried. The people are worried, though. Like, oh my God, Reese Hoskins is a Brewer. <laughs> yes, they already traded for a first baseman. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I I think that Bellinger is going to get resigned, and they're going to trade for a pitcher. That's what I think is going to happen. That they're going to trade, they're going to sign Bellinger, and they're going to use prospects to acquire a starter. That's what I think is going to happen. But I just, I, I am, I'm surprised at the cynicism not the impatience because everybody can be impatient but the cynicism that your general manager looked into 30 cameras and was like hey we're not done don't worry everybody be calm fifth inning fifth inning boys a lot changes the fifth inning he's a liar i'm surprised (laughs) i'm just surprised that like now reese hoskins is the thing that everyone's gonna panic over that's a little ridiculous like yeah the the blockbuster trade with the guardians that people have rumored about that brings Shane Bieber and Jose Ramirez. You know what I mean? Like I just I think something's coming. Like I'm not convinced Morell's on this team next but year. But you convince something's coming because you have faith in management or you think something's coming because you can't imagine them putting out a lesser product on the field. Uh, I, I mean I think that those two are basically the same. Like I I think that it would be I don't think they say what they said. The Cubs are and I know we're on the home of the Cubs, and so people are people. WCUB they accuse us of bias. They are by far the best organization in town. It is not close. There is not a close second. They just are spending of resources, smart people, communication strategy with fans, fan outreach. They they it's all calculated. It's all thought of. It's not that they don't make mistakes. 
It's not that they don't make bad signings, not that they don't make bad trades, not that they're not disappointing. It's not, it's not that they're perfect, but like they they think about this stuff. Jed didn't like. Oh my God! <laughs> they asked me about these moves at Cubs convention. I wasn't prepared for it. Quick, come up with an analogy. It's the fifth inning of the off season, and then he just went back and he's like, "What did I say?" And that's why I get paid the big bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that. <laughs> it's thought about. They right. have meetings. They have they have they have messaging meetings. They 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 think about these things. They they know how much money they have to spend under their budget right now, and they know. You know what I mean? Like, it's th- this is not an organization that falls into gotcha moments very often. Can you say that about your team? Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You, you know what I mean? Like, so I just, I, I don't, I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying I know what the moves are. I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to assign logic and rational thought to an organization that normally operates logically and rationally. And if Bellinger is still out there, they say it's the fifth thing fifth inning of the offseason. They've traded prospects for veterans before, uh, including expensive short-term ones, and their top prospects are blocked by guys that they call core foundational pieces. The Dodgers just traded Michael Bush because he was blocked. Alcantara and whomever else, I'm not a prospect guy, but three of their top four are outfielders. They're not like corner outfielders. Saya is here. He's under contract. He's locked in. He's signed, sealed, delivered. Ian Happ is here. He's under contract. He's signed, sealed, and delivered. So I just, one of those dudes is getting traded, man. <laughs> He's like, it's just, it's just, it's what is good. It's what is going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I just, I am very, I'm very surprised that people are as cynical about Reese Hoskins and Bellinger not being signed. Like, have Bellinger signed with the Dodgers? Or the Giants or whatever. And then be upset. And have and have spring training get here and this be the squad. I promise I'll be there with you. Like I hold me to it. You know what I mean? Hold me to it. But we still have sixty days. We have sixty days. It just doesn't seem realistic. You know? All right. Because like, it seems like a jet trade deadline move, not a before the season thing. Yeah. Or before before spring training thing to then move on from the talent that you have to bring in someone. It just doesn't seem like that's something that they would do. And I get it. So I understand the fan base when they say, like, I'm, I'm concerned. And it's not because it's not because I don't think they, you know, I just don't think they will. Yeah. Uh, Sector said, you know, Glassnow has been traded. I know. I'm saying those were the names that have been linked. Type to, of guys. Those are the types of guys that have, that have been linked to them. I understand that he's already been traded. I was talking about types of guys that they have been linked to that I expect that caliber of player to be added to the Cubs. So you that, expect the, the Cubs to have a, a a division competing team or a World Series competing team? I expect team? them to be the favorites for the division on opening day. With and the moves that you assume that they'll make. Yes. yes. The the right. the clear-cut favorites for the division on opening day. And they won't be, you know, they will not pass the Braves in terms of preseason expectations. They will not pass the Dodgers in terms of preseason expectations. But a expectation to make the playoffs and be the best team in the central on opening day and get into the tournament and anything happens. I think that is what the expectation needs to be between now and opening day for the Cubs. David Hall votes for Cooperstown (laughs) and he also votes for the Cubs hall of fame and for the Cubs hall of fame. He left Sammy Sosa off his ballot. 
And he's in a suit, and he came in studio so that I could yell at him. That's a Vegas Hawk thing to do. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.